Okay. <laughs> Got that out of the way. Yeah, this, okay. This is a situation, and I don't have all the details on this. Maybe mm -hmm. you do, of a custody dispute of a mother with a stepfather and the biological father mm. is showing up and trying to get his kid and there's a confrontation between the father and the stepfather. And it ends up, I believe, with the father being shot. Let's watch it. And apologies, there are some F-bombs. Yeah. This is on video! Get off of the property! Where's my son? Is he holding a... He's holding a gun. He's right here. Yeah. Already. I thought I heard a gunshot just now. Or is that the door slamming? Oh my goodness. So now we're going to watch it from another vantage point. But just watch right there. Yeah. A guy has a gun. Yeah. I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care. I don't care if if he's if you think he's evil. If someone has a gun, you don't manhandle him like that. Max he actually already... grabbed him and threw him away. Tried to throw him away. There's a if a gun's out, there's a 50-50 chance somebody's getting shot. It's 50-50 here. So, roll the tape. I mean, this isn't a good place to be in. Here's oh. the other vantage point. This is from someone else. I, I, I assume this is someone with it's his, the father. It's his wife. I, I don't exactly know. I think it's his wife, but I, I could be wrong. Oh, my goodness. Get off of my property. It's a lawful yeah. demand. Yeah. Unless he's got a court order that says he can have the kid. It's a lawful demand. Correct. The guy goes inside. Okay, so we pause it there. He's supposed to have him at 3.15. Okay. She says she's about to go get him. Sounds like the kid isn't even home. Yeah, or doesn't want to go. She's about to go know. get him. He's supposed to have him at 3.15, so it might be his time. But you don't fight over that. If if yeah. you if another parent violates a custody agreement, you take them to court. And Max, you usually don't start a conversation holding a rifle. Well, it, it, didn't, it didn't start. didn't start holding a rifle. When he, he, he's left this conversation, this vantage point, the first video we saw wasn't yeah. the whole encounter. Okay. Okay. I mean, this one is a lot more of the encounter. All right. The guy who gets the gun has left. He's gone inside. And now the ex-husband and the ex-wife are talking to each other, it seems. And he's about to come back. Oh, oh no. It's okay. So he just, he just left. He's leaving, going inside. See? About to go get him. All right. Well, sorry he's late. Called the police, it sounds like. Apparently chickens. I don't care if you want to see him or not. I don't care if you want to see him. Yeah. If the court says it, the court says it. Right. Right. You got to give him the kid unless there's extenuating circumstances. Else in the court. So I haven't that, seen this long version of it. That's the legitimate threat. If you keep yeah. your son from me, I'm going to drag all of you into court. Should have ended there. You yeah. should have got back in the car. Correct. And there's the ultimatum. And if you don't give me my son, I'll see you in court. But that's not where the altercation ends. Right. There's no reasonable means to... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say there's no reasonable danger here that I would see a need for a firearm yet at all. Well, so this is where, this is where, so I'm not divorced, love my wife, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We're happy. We have kids. I have encountered people who are divorced. Mm-hmm. And what happens sometimes, not all the time, don't attack me, chat. <laughs> what happens sometimes is that when a wife remarries, when a mother remarries, mm-hmm. the view of the ex-husband can become extremely toxic in how he is portrayed in the other household. Not always mm-hmm. the, the stepfather's fault, um, but it can, it, should, it can be very toxic. And if that divorce happened because of allegations of abuse, then obviously the stepfather can see more of a reason to need to step up and protect his wife. His, mm-hmm. from sure, her, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we don't know all of the details about what broke them up, about what's mm-hmm. what else has happened, if he has a drunk past, if a vile past. We don't know, sure, right? Sure. There's lots of things that can go into this and can legitimately give someone pause or fear that this could escalate into significant violence. We don't know. From just watching the video here, I don't see anything yet no. that rises no. to that level. Right. The only and... thing we have seen is we've seen property owner ask, tell him to leave, leave. and him not leave. Yeah. So technically, right now, this is trespassing. It is. It is. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem because one, he came out with what, like you're allowed to have your weapon on your property, but he comes out and he starts using it as leverage with threat. Well, listen, you can threat you never point a gun at something. You're not willing to shoot Mm -hmm. period. I'm more worried about the, the, the guy in the green shirt, like going forward and saying, then you better use it. You mother effer. That, to me, is more bonkers than someone leaving their house with a gun to tell someone a second time to leave their property. Right. What he's I don't saying, think, like, no one's right. No one's right. No, 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 no. This is right? a shit sandwich. Pardon this, the language. This, but... this, is, this is devil's advocate time. Um, no one's right. Right. But there, it, it's bonkers. If, if you tell someone to leave and he doesn't leave, and you walk out of your house with a gun, and you say, I'm going to ask you one more time to get off my property... And instead of leaving, you confront him and get up in his face, chest bumping him aggressively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that confrontation, you can make the argument, that confrontation justifies the need for the firearm. Yeah. So in Colorado, we would have a, it's called like a reasonable, mm-hmm. uh, reasonable threat. Like, is the threat reasonable? Right. Mm-hmm. And technically right now, like the guy refuses to leave my property. And aggressively he, steps towards you. Yeah, but he did come out with a firearm, which, you know, that could also be considered yeah. like brandishing. Because I'm using this to yeah. intimidate you. Yeah. Because the next steps he takes is to, I will use it, yeah. mother effort. That it really depends a, on the state. Threat. It really depends yes. on the state. Yes. But usually, you can brandish something. You can brandish a firearm to prevent someone from breaking the law on your property. At least in Texas, you can. Yeah, Texas is much different than yeah. good old CO here, dude. That, uh, I would, if someone's mm. trespassing, I, I don't. I, the guy in the black shirt, I don't think he's right for doing this so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, I'm following you. But I could see a lawyer making the argument yeah. that this guy, knowing the history of the ex-husband, asks him to leave, doesn't yeah. leave. As he's going in, he sees him getting confrontational with the wife. 
comes back out with the gun because you can see it looks like there is a height difference. That guy, the black guy in the black shirt is on a stoop. He's like one yeah. step higher. And when he's a step higher, they're actually equal height. So it looks like the guy in the green shirt is a bigger guy. Yes, he's, he's a big dude. And there's one thing is like roll the film because this is where everything changes. Yeah. I think. So. God damn it, I'll take it from you. I'll take it from you and effing use it. That's a yeah, threat. It is. That's a reason. Now, that's a reasonable statement saying I'm about to take this from you and I'm going to kill you with it. That is implied harm, right? Yes. And the other thing is, does he put his hands on the gun at all? Because the moment you put your hand on someone his else's face weapon, is touching his face, his chest is yeah. touching his chest. Well, I'm talking about the weapon. In yeah, the yeah, moment yeah. you touch the weapon, right? The moment you do in most jurisdictions, you're justified to shoot. Now, I'd argue justified. I would argue that the minute you come into that space. Yeah. Like, even if he isn't touching the firearm, the fact that his nipple is touching the other guy's nipple. <laughs> right? Yeah, you see there. They're yeah. they're pressed up against each other. But Max, this is still only yeah. simple assault. Yeah. This is only a simple assault. This is not this does not rise to the level of using my firearm until well, if he tries to grab yeah. the weapon, it does. You got trespassing. Simple assault or assault. Simple assault. You got a threat to use deadly force. Right. A threat of uh, no one, neither side of this is right, mm -mm. but I That's could understand how someone in the heat of the moment could be afraid for the life. That, that That's what I'm at so far. Let, let's see what Green Shirt does next. Call, call 911. Call 911. All right. So he went for the gun. Yes. That right there, depending on your jurisdiction, is gives you the op like it, it makes it okay to come to, to raise the level of threat right you, you're thinking he's just told me he's gonna take it now he's put his hand on my weapon as long as black shirt guy is legally allowed to have the gun where he has it yes if black shirt guy was committing a crime in most jurisdictions he can't then claim self-defense for someone trying to grab the gun away from him because they would be within the right to disarm a lawbreaker up until this point if this is his property and he has, he can articulate a legitimate fear that he's asked someone yeah. to leave and he hasn't left. It is reasonable for someone in that situation to have a gun. Now you can argue it's not reasonable to point it at him yet. That's fine. The mere possession though, you can argue that it's reasonable. He's right. just grabbed it, tried to grab it. Let's see what happens next. What? Yeah. I, call Did he, that... I think he discharged it. Now that's what I don't know. Did he discharge it or was that like a screen door? I don't know. I thought it was a discharge, but it could be the screen door. I'm not sure. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. I didn't know. That is a pistol caliber carbine. It is. It's a Glock mag. It's a Ruger Charger PC carbine. And it takes Glock mags, shoots 9mm. And if it's... That sounds like a 9mm going off. But yeah. I'm not sure. I've got not no sure. way to prove that. It's, unless sure. it's very there's a quiet. shell. Right. I'm not seeing a suppressor on it right. or anything like that. No. Very quiet. But subsonic round. It could be a lot going on here. But the other he part has is, also he has also stepped back. Black shirt guy has stepped back. Yeah. And the blue the green shirt guy is continuing to step forward. 
Now, Max, here's the other thing. Does he have a reasonable means of escape from here? Let's look at that. Because that's huge. Depends on the state. Depends on the state. It does. If you're in New Jersey and someone confronts you on your driveway, they expect you to flee back to your house. If they yeah. follow you in your house, they expect you to flee to the farthest away closet and close the door before you defend yourself. That's a reasonable bad means of escape, right? Because yeah. that's the thing. Because if he's got a means to escape, He's the bad guy now, quote unquote. There's no. But if he's in a right. stand your ground state, then he has the right he's to stand. He's a good guy, right? Even though none of these guys are right. No. Let's keep going. The, yeah. Let's, let's watch it again. See if oh, no, so someone is at the door. That's why I think it might be a screen door because you. Can I think see it is here. too. Someone is at the door. They're telling him call nine one one. And if you remember, the first video we watched is from that person's vantage point. Yeah, and his fingers off the trigger. I think. Like, do you remember? Like right here, that that person you could just barely see in the win, in the in the door is yeah. from this vantage point. And if you watch you what happens this here video, from the vantage the point, let's watch the door close. Yeah, I think it's a door. It's, I, think it's I hope a door. it's a door. But what if they thought it was a different sound? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the door though. From this vantage they point, do. it sounds like the door. Yeah, yeah. Keep um, rolling on that. Yeah. Call 911. Call 911. Try to touch his gun. Call 911. Now he's tried to grab the gun. That right he's there done something. Not... He's yeah. made physical contact. He's a, a much bigger guy. We can see here staying next to yeah. each other. No doubt. The ex-husband is much bigger than the stepfather. Right. Max, he's got much... his hands on the guy's rifle. That's a... yeah. Now you're in a, what we call a gunfight. Yes. That's a gunfight. Yes. And you either have to win it or you lose it. There's no in betweens in a gunfight. And the worst thing you can do, let's say green shirt is in the right and black yeah. shirt is in the wrong. If you want to stop him from shooting you, you close the distance. If yeah. someone has a rifle, you close the distance and you grab it and keep it away, right? He can't shoot you with a rifle if you're closer to him then the distance between the action and well he could he could like move it up but generally yeah. you close the distance that's why people like you who train people warn how dangerous a knife can be in a gunfight oh yeah incredibly yeah. dangerous because they can oh, close that's... the distance and stab you before you even get a shot off knife's far more deadlier period the worst thing Knife you can pulse. do is to grab the guy and throw him at distance without taking the gun away what happens try to grab the gun and there's try to grab the, the gun and he just became the bad guy just technically the in the eyes of whatever jurisdiction he is right one would say he just became the bad guy because the black shirt's defense now is he went for my gun i had no idea what he was going to do with it. as long as it was legal for him to have the gun have in the it, first place right, right. As that's long, the only caveat right? as long as he didn't break the law during that encounter if he unlawfully brandished, depending on that jurisdiction, mm -hmm. then he is always in the wrong. Yeah, because he's the yeah. one that originally escalated yeah. it. All, all I teach people is this is all decision-making yeah. and figuring out your local laws and having treasure to spend on a lawyer. Yeah. Which, that, it, I, I don't have it, but um, there I, are a lot of, uh, they call it insurance, but they're basically organizations you can join. And God forbid you find yourself in this situation, you pay a monthly fee. And they yeah. have a lawyer on call for you immediately. Yeah. Um, but that's what like it is. Concealed carry association, different things like that. Yeah. Okay, so he's throwing he's him away. He's for the gun. 
And he, he made the distance. Two shots. Now, in that moment, we've seen a lot of situations where someone will fire what could be argued to be an excessive number of shots. Mm-hmm. Right? If he had pumped the entire magazine into this guy, then you, you as a prosecutor, as a, as a juror, say, okay, well, this guy had some animus against him. Mm-hmm. That was clearly excessive. Um, but, again, I don't think anyone's right here. Neither do I, yeah. But he shot to neutralize the threat, and you can make an argument that the threat was legitimate, mm-hmm. and it was reasonable to be afraid. Yeah, I, I, the argument can be made. And the next step is, is I only took two shots, Your Honor. Yeah. I could have put, he's got a 30 rounder on there. Yeah. And it, it doesn't take much, yeah. right? To just keep going, because you see it a lot. He I could, have it on video, he, Kyle. You did it, not him. I told you. I told all of y'all to leave. We- so, he's right, but what's probably going to happen is it's going to be how... In this situation, the threat's neutralized. What you're supposed to do is to either render aid if the guy poses no threat to you or call 911 and call emergency personnel. Standing next to the guy as he's bleeding out and having an argument with someone else, it suggests an indifference to human life, which doesn't change the circumstances of that defensive gun use but in the eyes of a jury or a prosecutor it could create the appearance of malice you understand you see yeah sorry, I, my, my, my video is getting slow but i think you can hear me yeah i hear you fine um i, I generally you want to you don't like want to stand he next to the done... body you don't want to stand next to the body and argue with someone 20 yards away like like he's even if he's legitimately allowed to do that you want to either render aid or call 911 because you hear lots of people saying call 911 call 911 that's yeah. the biggest never say call 911 call 911 yourself yeah because what the studies what mo- sure. many studies have shown is that people don't call 911 so don't if you're in a situation like this don't just shout somebody call 911 no, you grab them. someone, you look them in the eye, and you say, you call 911. People listen to instructions. If you just leave it open to somebody, everyone will assume that someone else is doing it. Yeah, in psychology, it's called diffusion yeah. of responsibility, right? Yeah. You just assume someone else is doing yeah. it. No, if you're not doing it, no one else is doing it. The yeah. thing is here is that um, like, it doesn't look good on video. I tell people all that all the time. Like, If you make a shoot, don't make it look bad on video because even yeah. if you were in the right and there's, everything there's lots of arguments good, that he's in the wrong a jury just has to think he's yeah. wrong yeah right you just got to have 12 people that say you're wrong that's yeah. all it comes down to regardless I, of justification i've made a lot of devil's arg- argument kind of claims that this was a good shoot but those are but those arguments i'm making are they have, they're chock full of holes like there, there are many arguments to discredit all of the things I just alleged. Like, oh, well, he grabbed the gun. Like, this is a bad, this is a bad shoot. There's nothing good here. Like he, 
the first the thing shouldn't I'm thinking be there. is the adults shouldn't, be there. shouldn't come out with the gun to say get off my property. No. You shouldn't. Unless this dude had the green shirt has some sort of crazy history of a violent past. And if he doesn't have a history of a violent past and you brought a gun to a domestic dispute. Yeah. Good luck convincing the women on your jury. Good luck yeah. convincing the other husbands on that jury. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Max, there's nothing right about it. the gun should have never have come out. No. Period. Let's listen to the end. I didn't actually listen to the end yet. He came to get her, his son. He's not here. She should have told that. She should have told that. None of y'all should be here. None of y'all should be here. I asked you to leave. I did everything. I did not want to do any of this. 911. This is his wife or someone who knows green shirt in the car. There's not a lot of like hurry to call 911. Now, now there is. Yeah. And there, imagine shock. Cause you got to imagine there's yeah. oh, the yeah. shock that might be playing into, into play here. Sounds like the there's best... someone else in the car though. Because yeah. that, that woman is giving instructions to someone else in the car. And what if someone, Oh my God, the video is still going. Cause the phone was just put down. Now you're hearing somebody screaming. Or was that was chicken. chicken. <laughs> Could be so either. the, I mean, Max. What if the other person in the car comes out with a gun? Because now you've just shot my husband. Yeah, yeah. I now yeah. have to defend myself. They yeah, could have, so, they could have drawn. I mean, it, you don't know what's so, going to happen. So then you can make the argument that he is not heartless in letting this dude bleed out. He has backed up. He's put his back to his house, and he's keeping his eye on the only other people who could pose a threat to him, which are the loved ones of the guy he just shot. Right, because it's, the first thing I teach is after a shoot, you look and assess. Yeah. See if there's a buddy, right? In most situations where you're going to be attacked, there's almost always a partner. I mean, it's like above the 70% range when you start looking at videos of crime and the studies that are out there. But he had to go and look. I mean, there's a reasonable thinking that as his lawyer, I would say, somebody else might have had a gun. I had to do it. Yeah. I had to. Trying to find and where this, this was. This is a horrible situation because right now yes. somebody's kid's dad is on the ground. He's not moving. Right. That's the other thing is either he's unconscious or he's bleeding out. And I didn't see a whole ton of blood. But yeah. you know, he's he, there's a lot going on there. Two gut shots, you can survive. But if he hits the vena cava near your liver, the, the, you've got minutes. And this is a this is where it's a it, it's not you can make the argument that it escalated to a point where he could reasonably be in fear for his life and reasonably want to fire the gun. Yeah. The guy threatened to take the gun he used against him. He aggressively kept approaching him, butting up against him, tried to grab the gun, grabbed him and the gun, tossed him off of his porch. There's lots of reasons to say it would have been reasonable for him to fear for his life. Yeah. They are. The but it's still a bad shoot because the gun shouldn't be there. Right. The moment the other guy put his hands on the weapon, though, in all the training I would do is somebody's going for your yeah. weapon. It's either yours or theirs. Yeah, but what he could also have easily done is just get away. He, he has away. a long gun. Push off. He has Reasonable a long gun. means of escape. He could have just yeah. backed off and started giving directions, yeah. right? At that point, get distance, start barking out directions. Get your camera out, get your phone yeah. out, and dial 911 and start yelling, this guy won't leave, this guy won't leave. Use your voice, right? Yeah. Your voice is your most powerful tool. Start directing them to do something. If you don't have to shoot, don't do it, right? No. I mean, try to make the choice not to if you don't have to. 
regardless of whether this happened in a castle doctrine or stand your ground or any of that, right? Being legally justified to take another person's life doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's right to do it. It's a good idea to do it. It's legally defensible to do it. Um, just look at what happened to Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Remember on conservative daily, we went through that video with frame by frame and we made the argument that every one of those shots were legitimate. Yeah, like, this like is he's truly being, legitimate. Yeah. He's being bashed in the head with a skateboard. Yeah, you have the right to shoot someone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yet, when it was played full speed, that was enough for a grand jury to indict him. And he had to yeah. go through that whole process. And he still is working. He's working paycheck to paycheck. Just released the book. Wow. So just because you're legally in the right doesn't mean that you sure. need to. Right. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't take advantage of opportunities where you can put distance between yourself yeah now listen you put distance between yourself and that guy turns to go into your house where you have a loved one yourself and you're afraid he's gonna attack them that's a different story right yeah 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 that's a completely different story but in that situation one i wouldn't have gone in for a rifle i would have already had a handgun on me right keep it concealed Yeah. yeah hide it hide it hide it hide it I would have already had a handgun on me because then the claim isn't that you left the confrontation, got safe, and came back with a gun to escalate it. Then it's, oh, I just always have a gun. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, a much, that's a much easier legal argument to make before a jury or before a prosecutor. Um, and I, I wouldn't have, I would have tried to separate. Separate, separate. And listen, if that guy keeps chasing after you, then you have to make a decision. Do you keep yeah. backpedaling and risk falling over, tripping over a rock and f- fall, finding yourself in a Kyle Rittenhouse situation where you're a much bigger guy is coming down on you? Then you have to make a different decision of how much do you backpedal and risk him getting you. But I would have probably started. And if, if he kept coming at me, then you start thinking this guy's not of sound mind. Who in their right mind would, mm-hmm. would manhandle and continue to chase someone drawing a firearm on them? Then you do what you have to do, and let's not forget that civil cases suck. Yeah, even yeah, if he oh, was yeah, in, yeah. even if it goes his way and he doesn't get charged, and a DA throws it out, Green Shirt can come back and sue him. Yeah, or his next of kin. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if he's got a case or not, he can just start the process to sue you. you yeah, know? and maybe they win. You know. Yeah, I'm thinking if it's in the jurisdiction aerial area, I think it's in. That the moment the other guy put his hands on the dude's firearm regardless if it was brought out would would rise to the level of justification and they wouldn't press charges. That's my guess. Now yeah. how this all shakes out. I don't know. I mean, it we could don't, be, we don't know their background. We yeah. don't know if this guy is even legally allowed to own the gun. He might be a prohibited yeah. person. We don't know if he's a prohibited person that changes everything. Yeah. Then right? you've got everything. Yeah. If it's not his property, that can change things too. Yeah. Because in some states, you have the right to defend your property, but you don't always have the right to defend someone else's property. So if he doesn't live there and he just visits and he has another domicile, that could change things. Mm-hmm. And what he might have said in the past, the, the danger of this coming to trial is, God forbid, even if this guy is legally justified in taking that shot, God forbid he's on tape the last month or the last week mm-hmm. threatening to, sh- to kill the guy. Right? Right. Even if he didn't mean it, this might not be the first visit yeah. that they've yeah. had this way. 
There's some yeah. robotics, but how many times do 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 people get angry and say, "I'm gonna effing kill you if you don't get out of here"? Get that on tape. Yeah, and, and he did that. Have that. But like, in it, if you present a history of the black shirt threatening to kill the green shirt, then then the prosecutor says, "Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, um, look at this history. These yeah. guys had bad blood, and this guy has threatened to kill him on multiple occasions." Right, which is why he went yeah. and got a rifle. Whether or not it was legally or justified, it's obvious he took advantage of the situation to do something he's wanted to do a long time. There's nothing good about it, Max. There's nothing, nothing good. good. We went really long on this one. <laughs> I, know. I know, I know. But there, there's lots to dissect because yeah. every frame it changes. Like you're like, this is a this is good. Should be gone. Oh, he touched him. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. He backed up. I mean, oh, he threatened to shoot him. It's great because yeah. there's no there's no right answer. I mean, there's no right answers. And that's the yeah. problem with the shoot. That's what you've got to consider when you carry a weapon of any kind, whether that be a knife, a hammer, a screwdriver, a, a pistol. They're all weapons, right? I mean, they can all, they're all tools. That's the way I say it. You just got to be careful yeah. how to do it. You should be training to be an escape artist and not staying in the fight unless you have to. If you get in the fight, stay in the fight to win it. But, but I train people to be an escape artist. If you can get the heck out, run. Yeah. Run. Disable them. Use your hands if you can. You know, most of the times it's just, it's going to be an edged or a blunt weapon in a simple assault. Simple assaults do not rise to the level of shoot of a shoot. Yeah. They just don't until they either put their hand on your weapon or they try to um, what we call great bodily harm, put you in a uh, or blood depend, choke. Or depending choke. on the state, if they are in the commission of another crime. So yeah. like in Colorado, if the domicile wouldn't be on your front porch, but if this had happened in the house, the minute they break into your house, yeah, because they have committed a crime, you can legally argue that you are justified to use deadly force because they've entered your house illegally and they're in the process of committing more crimes. Yeah, that's where it, we can argue. We can we can yeah. debate both sides of this. If and that's they're where running gets, away from you, yeah. don't shoot them. If they push you away, if they throw you away, say thank you, thank you for tossing me across the yard yeah i don't need to now worry about you stabbing me in the gut with your with your right. pocket knife or whatever right and if you think they have a weapon call it out knife 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 pencil pencil i don't care what it is call it out so others can see it and if you have the need to get a gun and you're worried for your life while you're doing it call 911 yeah because then you can say i was in fear for my life not only yeah. did I grab a gun, but I called law enforcement because I was really afraid. And when you dial 911, you don't have to hold it up to your ear. Just yep. make sure they answer yep. and say, help, help, help. Yep. Toss it to the ground and let it listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, went, we went long on this, but I want to get your, your take uh, on it. This is a nice a, little mini episode. This will be a second mini episode. Yeah, that will post a separate one. There's nothing good about that. And nope. uh, Max, we don't deal in absolutes. Everything yeah. is contextually based. There's no answers to any of it. It just comes down to if you're going to get charged and if you got to go get a lawyer. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll add that the end of that video cuts out, but you can hear the guy in the black shirt start crying, start choking yeah. up that he didn't want this. And that's how tough these situations are, which is why everyone should get training. Mm -hmm. If you're in Colorado, reach out to Josh. Yeah. RMSDF.com. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, get training, but also learn the laws. 
learn the laws and yeah. run through these kinds of situations in your head. If you know you have an ex-husband who is prone to violence or won't leave your house, have a plan. Have a plan for what happens in this situation because chances are this isn't the first encounter they've had. And mm-hmm. if, if you know that this is likely to go down, have a plan. This person calls 911. This person locks the door. We get inside, we lock the door. And if he kicks down the door, he kicks down the door. And then we take, we do what we need to do, right? But there were ample opportunities for them to get in the door, in the house, lock the door, and call 911. And it didn't seem like anyone took it. So get the training, set the laws, set. game plan, game plan, game plan. Well, that's it for this special mini episode. <laughs> of the right guys podcast if you like the podcast subscribe all those links in the description audio edition we're on youtube we're on rumble so check that out as well um yeah we'll be back on friday that's it for this edition of the podcast my name is max mcguire i'm josh hammerling and remember the fight to take back the country is not over yet but the only way we win is if we all snap and fight together see you next time see ya